Tesla, Amazon, Microsoft, and Berkshire Hathaway. Legendary company founders suggest their stock prices are too high. The stock market is designed to transfer money from the active to the patient. Warren Buffett. The entire world is hoping for a V-shaped economic recovery. In anticipation, investors continue to bid up large technology names. If you're following the prices of your favorite stocks and wondering if you're missing out, you should carefully consider your options before chasing this rally. The rally continues to get more and more concentrated into fewer and fewer names. This is never a good sign for the market. However, more worrying is Musk, Bezos, Buffett, and Gates all appear to be predicting something significantly worse than a V-shaped recovery. In fact, all four men seem to agree on one thing, the stock prices of the companies they founded and or lead are currently too high. This article will explore recent statements made by all four men and why their comments suggest an imminent correction in the high-flying tech sector, an end to the massive bull trap, and a resumption of a potentially record-breaking bear market. In this article, Elon Musk and Tesla, Jeff Bezos and Amazon, Bill Gates and Microsoft, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway. Final thoughts. Elon Musk. Tesla is a fantastic disruptive technology story. Elon has faced many hurdles over the years and Tesla has been written off by the media many times in the past. I have no doubt Elon and his team will find a way to move Tesla forward to the next stage in its development, yet with all of the recent headwinds Tesla faces, it's not hard to see why Elon thinks Tesla's stock price is too high. Raising $2 billion earlier this year has significantly strengthened Tesla's balance sheet, however, Tesla is struggling to reopen its Fremont factory. Bottom line, the longer the facility stays closed, the more concerned I am about Tesla achieving anywhere close to the 500,000 plus cars Elon promised investors by the end of 2020. Some of Elon's more recent tweets are starting to sound a little desperate. Even with Tesla's significant technology moat, I see four major issues that will likely weigh heavily on Tesla's stock price in the coming months. Fremont has been closed over a month, a factory that is desperately needed to work at peak capacity to hit production targets. Even if allowed to reopen soon, Tesla's original plan was to operate Fremont at 30% capacity for the sake of employee safety. Tesla employees have already spoken to the media to express their concerns about returning to work. Some experts warn opening the factory might open Tesla to lawsuits if employees become ill. The downturn triggered by the planned economic shutdown has already been extremely difficult. Dr. Fauci's Senate testimony yesterday made it clear, America will be struggling with the pandemic for the foreseeable future. Without a nationwide plan to reopen the economy, new virus cases seem inevitable and future economic shutdowns or slowdowns are likely. Tesla likely has a long reservation list built up by the halt in production. However, even if there are sufficient reservation holders, will Tesla have the opportunity to build and deliver these vehicles? If not, will the $2 billion cash raise be enough to get Tesla through the recession or will Tesla require another cash raise? With all the liquidity in the markets, I'm sure there would be support for another cash raise, but how will current shareholders feel if Tesla is forced to dilute shareholder value again? Long term, Tesla will continue to dominate the EV market and build market share. In the nearer term, Tesla is trading like a technology stock and only has a handful of small operating profits in its history. If Tesla continues with its historical volatility, I expect we will see a significantly lower stock price later this year. Tesla, the next trillion dollar company. Or an investment trap? Medium.com. Jeff Bezos. Under normal circumstances, in this coming Q2, 
we'd expect to make some $4 billion or more in operating profit but these aren't normal circumstances. Instead, we expect to spend the entirety of that $4 billion, and perhaps a bit more, on COVID-related expenses, getting products to customers, and keeping employees safe. Jeff Bezos, April 2020. Amazon stock price keeps delivering four reasons why Amazon will enter 2021 more dominant than ever medium.com. This is a stock that that has experienced massive sell-offs in all major market downturns, except in this one. In a cosmic twist of fate, Amazon has become the undisputed king of retail in the current pandemic economy. But I think Amazon is almost certainly at a multi-year peak, right now. Amazon's runaway success is based solely on the expectation people must shop from home. I see three problems with this thesis. Lockdowns are relaxing and people will soon have more shopping options. People won't shop anywhere, online or offline, if they don't have disposable income. Yes, I'm referring to the tens of millions of layoffs in the US alone, both the US and Canada are now at depression-level unemployment numbers. Amazon's real moneymaker is AWS, as customers go broke or downsize, this will obviously hurt AWS. All the pandemic gains are probably priced in. Customers like Netflix have peaked and will start pairing back resources as economies start experimenting with going back to work. Customers like Expedia have almost certainly cut spending and are likely to continue to do so if travel doesn't rebound very soon. Long term, Amazon thrives as it always has. Near term, until the end of the year, I expect a major retracement that will challenge and may easily breach the March lows for this stock. Bill Gates. Like you, I feel it's a little surprising where the market is, tech companies, in some ways, benefit from an acceleration toward digital approaches, even though in the next few years, they'll have a lot of customers they are trying to help out, giving free licenses too, where things won't be as strong. So, if there's any sector of the economy that you can say it's not that drastic of a change, you'd probably pick, technology. But again, valuation is not where I add the most value. Bill Gates, CNN Interview, April 28, 2020. Bill Gates is arguably one of the most successful businessmen of our generation. Initially criticized for not being philanthropic though, Bill long ago left the corporate world to concentrate on the biggest problems plaguing humanity. In 2015 Bill gave a TED talk about not being ready for the next outbreak. The talk now has over 34 million views. Suddenly, everyone wants to interview Bill for his pandemic expertise. I'd like to draw you to his comments, but again, valuation is not where I add the most value. I think it's what Bill doesn't say that makes his comments so worrying. Even if one were to doubt Bill's ability to accurately estimate the fair value of Microsoft's stock, it's hard to doubt his pandemic expertise. Bill's not surprised by the strength of the technology sector because he's the founder of Microsoft, his surprise about the strength of the stock market is based on his expertise as a pandemic expert. Like Amazon, Microsoft could see growth problems with its Azure cloud solution platform in the coming months. Until recently, Azure has been closing the gap with Amazon's AWS. After significant stock price appreciation, any hit to this important division could put significant downward pressure on Microsoft's stock price. Warren Buffett. Yes, I know Warren Buffett didn't actually found Berkshire Hathaway and historically his name is synonymous with value investing, not investing in disruptive growth stocks. However, Apple now makes up about a quarter of Berkshire Hathaway's entire portfolio of investments and after so many successful decades of investing, Warren has always had his fingers on the pulse of the American economy. 
Warren recently reported Berkshire Hathaway sold virtually all shares of airlines from their portfolio only weeks after claiming Berkshire would sell nothing during the pandemic. During his shareholder meeting, Warren said he's planning for a terrible future that's not likely to exist, just in case. As usual, he claimed America is the greatest place to invest your money in the foreseeable future. However, he also gave us some clues about what he thinks the more immediate future might look like. Berkshire Hathaway now has $135 billion sitting in cash. Buffett has sold airline shares in this downturn and bought virtually nothing. His team disclosed, many companies approached them for cash injections early in the initial downturn in March, but Berkshire rejected them all. Partially because the Fed stepped in early, partially because none of the offers were attractive enough to invest serious money. This is worth noting. During the Great Recession, it was Berkshire that helped reverse the tide of negative news when Buffett injected billions into banks desperate to shore up their balance sheets. This recession, arguably much bigger than the Great Recession, Warren Buffett can't find a place to invest his cash? That doesn't sound very good. Many analysts now suspect Buffett is hoarding cash in anticipation of a deeper stock market decline. With all of the emergency funds that have been injected into the markets, many have argued the stock market will defy economic reality. Buffett's lack of buying during the major market correction suggests Buffett believes, sooner or later, high-flying stock prices will be coming back down to earth. Final thoughts. All four of these men have access to any scientist in the world, to any human being on the planet they want to talk to, and they all predict serious problems for the economy. Bezos has so much power he was able to find out MBS hacked his phone. Yet, Bezos still warns Amazon has significant costs going forward due to the virus. Warren Buffett has chosen to sell airline stocks at a loss and buy nothing. Bill Gates doesn't see a reason for stocks to be so high and Elon is getting weird, and that's saying something. Giffy. Stock markets might be forward-looking, but they can't change the future. The worst of this downturn is likely yet to come. The stock market will eventually catch up to the economy and as usual, technology stocks will drop with the most ferocity. This is what has been experienced over and over, downturn after downturn. We are still in the early stages of a terrible economic downturn that may not be seen again for another generation. The problem is when in the early stages of an economic downturn, it's nearly impossible to see you are standing in quicksand. At the peak of an economic cycle, virtually everyone says, everything's fine, the stock market is going straight up from here. Buy the dips. If a friend told me he or she was sitting on cash, I'd tell them to avoid FOMO, fear of missing out, and stay in cash until technology stocks are significantly cheaper. The risk of buying at the peak and getting whipsawed is simply too high. If, on the other hand, my friend had bought these technology names long ago and was now sitting on a lot of gains, I'd probably suggest staying invested rather than risk timing the market. Over the long term, the technology stocks mentioned in this article will continue to dominate in the future. Disclosure, I hold approximately 95% cash as I publish this article. Please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. If you found this article helpful, please forward it to someone you care about. I'm Edward Iftady, if you'd like to learn more about disruptive investing, I encourage you to read more at www.blockchain.asia.